It is Waddle and Sylvie. Caps in for Sylvie tonight. Been an eventful day so far. Well, not Bulls related. There was nothing they that were was done just by them. Locked in, man. They had. They the did nothing. Lot going. It was you know what's been the most eventful part of today is all of the ancillary gambling that is going on at the breaks with you and Justin we're putting and, together a same game uh, parlay I mean, for the like, Bulls. Dude, how about this? The other night I had a nine leg same game parlay. Would have paid thirty six hundred dollars. I went eight and one. Freaking DeMontis Sabonis needed two points, and he missed a layup late. Have you ever hit one of the monster oh, uh, parlays? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Really? Yeah. So do you have a good uh, good 2023 gambling? Very. Excellent. Good for you. I don't uh, bet a lot, but you bet ones that are 70 to 1. and Yeah, every now and again, you, you get there. Carm uh, is cringing right now. He hates those. I know. He hates the parlays. Uh, so the Bulls did nothing. Uh, there is big news in the NFL. The uh, NFL Honors Show tonight uh, will take place. 8 o'clock, I believe, local time that you can see it where the, the upcoming class of the, the 2023, I guess it's a 2023 class, right? The NFL 40 Bears will Hall be Hall of Fame class will be announced officially. Devin will go in. Uh, our buddy Steve McMichael will go in and Julius Peppers will go in as well. Jeff Joniak should go in as well. I say now. I don't think there should be any waiting period. Agreed. And Joniak joins us right now on the uh, Tire and Auto Hotline. That is correct. Jeff, how are we today? Doing great. How about you guys? Good to talk to Cap. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you doing, Sparky? Hey, you know, it's football season all the time, so I'm happy. How was, yeah. your, how was your trip to Mobile? You know, quick, quick trip. Uh, called the game. Uh, the game was, uh, you know, it had its uh, moments. The quarterback play was not great. Uh, some really uh, poor quarterback play in the game, but... Individually, some really interesting players uh, that uh, will definitely be top 100 picks, maybe a few first-rounders. And uh, offensive line, a lot of good players. Jackson Powers Johnson. What's that? Jackson Powers Johnson. Well, he didn't play in the game, but uh, that that is a big boy at 21 years of age. And I I told Tom Thayer about a week or so into my prep, I I prepped for the past month just trying to load up on as much information I could on 140 guys. Hmm. Um, and I go, Tom, you're going to like this guy from Oregon. Oh, and boy. Uh, everybody I talked to down there just loved uh, his ad. He plays with a certain kind of edge, and he's still young. He's big, though. He's a big dude. I don't know if you want that kind of size on the Bears' offensive line, uh, but uh, it's somebody definitely. Cap, you're right on that one. That's a, that's a good bet Ooh. right there. Obvious. So Waga, also the Ooh. right tackle, he, he's a man now. He's a man. Uh, did, a lot of these guys didn't play in the game, sadly, but uh, just everything I heard about him, what I saw from him on the tape that I watched, uh, boy, look out for some of these offensive linemen. Jeff, obviously uh, this Super Bowl is on the front of everybody's brain, but it, how much buzz was there about this Bears team and them having the number one overall pick and what they're going to do with that pick? Everybody that I ran into brought it up. What do you know? Yeah. What are they doing? What, what do you think they should do? It's the question I get. Everywhere I go, I don't care if it's going to the grocery store or, as Tom says, going to his butcher. Everybody's got a thought. Everybody's got an opinion. And it really, you know, I, I think some people may be surprised, but it's, it's. I think, and Tom and I agree, it's been 50-50. It's draft one, move one. Uh, or keep one, trade, move down. I mean, it's 50-50, and so everybody's got a different thought on it. And uh, no one really offers the one that I've been throwing out there every now and then. Why not keep both? 
Let's see what happens. 61 quarterbacks used in the NFL this year. You're never going to be uh, uh, completely comfortable at the quarterback position because of injury, performance, whatever, and see what happens. Now, I don't, I don't know that that's the right thing to do, but I'm not going to dismiss it. Were you surprised that Luke Getze had as many nibbles right away and then he does end up getting an OC job? He's in the Las Vegas Raiders front office, or excuse me, coaching staff, but he met with... Uh, New Orleans twice. He met with New England. Who knows what other calls he got. Did that surprise you? No, it didn't. Uh, number one, it's uh, next to getting the quarterback. The offensive coordinator is the hardest thing to find in the NFL, and they do find their way to uh, various jobs over the course of their career. He was certainly highly thought of enough a year ago to get head coaching uh, interviews. So he was thought highly enough to be recommended to run the Senior Bowl last year. So there, there's more to him than just calling the plays and being an offensive coordinator. Uh, people like him in the league, obviously coming from a winning program, a team that was always a Super Bowl contender because of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, you're going to get that kind of attention. A lot of Green Bay assistants are being collected again now a year removed uh, from that, and they're they're landing in Washington. They're landing in Vegas. So the the Packer assistants, uh, regardless of position, are getting a lot of play this year uh, in this coaching cycle. How did you feel about? Uh, I mean, did you enjoy the experience in Miami leading up to the Super Bowl, the Bears and Colts? I'll tell you, it was you uh, well because I was very nervous. But here's the thing, and I I, I did not enjoy the week. I, I was I was forced Why? to do so much that I could not really actually prepare for what was going to be the biggest moment of my career, and that's to call a Super Bowl. You don't believe you're going to get one, and you don't know if you're going to get another one. And I, I was wiped out on Saturday night by the time, and I was nervous as hell before the Sunday morning. And then we had to show up very, very early to do TV shows. And uh, But I'll, I'll never forget this. I walk into the hotel after dinner, uh, and Mike Brown meets me, and he says, "Go grab your tape recorder. I'm like, why? He goes, I got something to say. And I may have told this story here on ESPN, but he wanted to, to speak his mind about not being able to play in that game. And he was emotional. It was riveting. It was raw. It was tears. And that's the first thing we played in the broadcast the next morning was his uh, – you know, he's not going to be able to play the game that he would have played in front of no fans, and uh, n- never got to play in that game. And so, and that and that juxtapose, juxtapose, say that what ten you times. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, after the loss, there's a party always for the the two teams, whether you win or not. And there was an NFC Championship party in the team hotel. And then uh, Mike, after the game, giving his opinions about what went wrong and how mad as hell as he was. I love Mike Brown, the football player. I love him as a guy, uh, just a, a great guy from the moment he stepped into a Bears uniform in his rookie year. But, yeah, uh, so, you know, you call the game, and then now you're exhausted, but then the opening kickoff. Yeah. And all I wanted to do, just get flash, flash bulbs popping, man. That's it. And. Right before that return, I go into deep detail about the lack of ability by the Colts special teams unit to stop the kickoff return. Look at you. And lo and behold, wow. that's on you. NFL Films. Like, that's not a part of the call. It's, it's, a, it's on NFL Films. I go through all this list. But never did I think he was going to return it for a touchdown. But he made that one cut, and boom, when he gets horizontal, goodbye, Charlie. And it was over, oh, and uh, it was God. like slow motion in my mind. And, you know, Matt Giordano, I just noticed he's on, and I don't know now. I'm trying to update all the coaches around the league on this graph 
on this chart that I keep on. And Matt Giordano was a uh, assistant coach. He almost caught him. He, the, the safety of the Colts tripped him up in the end zone, if you recall, when Devin's looking at the scoreboard. Yep. But, wow, what, what, a, what a – to me, that's the 92 yards and 14 seconds – it's got to be my favorite. Insane. And tonight yeah. he will uh, be recognized as a, an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, wh- what do you make of, of the career that he had? And then also, uh, Jeff, your thoughts on, on Steve McMichael getting in and, and, and Pep as well. Well, uh, from my stance, I, I have to say reportedly. Reportedly. <laughs> because of all that. Yeah. But um, first of all, let's talk about McMichael. Uh you guys know him well, obviously, and I got to know him uh, from just being around, right, and the National Football Foundation event. He always used to go to that. He was voted in as a member of the College Football Hall of Fame as well, and he'd sit next to me at the dinner after, and I was just flabbergasted by a couple of things. One, we knew about the sense of humor, and nothing, no, no matter where you're at, you don't know what's going to come out, <laughs> come out of his mouth, or mixed company or not, it doesn't matter, but... He was a, he's a very smart man, and he understood the game in a way I never realized when I was just a, a young reporter covering the 85 Bears. That was the first assignment I had, that training camp, and I was frankly scared of him in the locker room, so I, I didn't go up to him very often. And uh, it was all for show. The, this guy, yeah, not on the field. He was an animal on the field. Sweetheart but, of a man. Uh, yeah, sweetheart oh, of a he man. he the best. And, yeah, I just loved talking about football the actual X's and O's of the game with McMichael. And I appreciated that. Now to Devin, I mean, obviously, uh, Brian Urlacher uh, calling him a Hall of Famer, uh, getting now to call uh, what appears to be a Hall of Famer in Devin Hester and 19 or or 20 of those touchdown returns. Uh, I can't believe how lucky I was. Uh, I I did the exercise last summer, and I I don't know, I think the number was in the 70s of players that I've called in my career that have gone to the Hall of Fame. So it'll add to the list. I always got excited when you got a Hall of Fame caliber player to call, even if it was on the other team. But here we have one in our own building, right, in our own team flight, and and sharing some bus rides with him, talking to him. I, I got to know Devin very well, and I did a ton of features on him. Uh, and, and just learned about what, what this guy was all about. And I remember, uh, I think it was in his second year, he was tearing it up. He obviously, you know, he had, I think he had 15 touchdowns in his first couple seasons. Um, and Tom and I walked back to the video room where the Bears uh, football video operations department was uh, set up at the older version of Hallis Hall, not the newest one. And and he popped in a tape because I want you guys to see this. It was this high school all-star game. And he was going through all his big touchdowns at the high school level and naming all the star players that are were currently in the NFL at that time. And then to wrap it up, to go to Orlando week two before the Tampa game, I spent four hours with him in his house sitting down with him going through everything in his life from currently coaching his boys to walking around his room, which looks like his own personal Hall of Fame, Every award, every memento, he saved it all. Like, he was ready to be a Hall of Famer. And then going through his, quite frankly, his anger by not being a Hall of Famer. Mm. And just didn't get it. And just the raw emotion. Like, all of that has not been released yet, the interview. There's so much depth there and things I never knew about Devin. But he had prepared himself, frankly, from the time he was at University of Miami and maybe back to high school. 
to be a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to see how good Devin is and how many Bears now, this will make 40, including Peppers, that have either gone in as a Bear or worn a Bear uniform. 40 Hall of Famers, right. more than any other franchise. Super cool. And I still think Olin and Charles Tillman have a yeah. chance. Absolutely. Uh, Lance Briggs, throw him in there. Jay Hogenberg. Jay Hogenberg Hilgi deserves should to be, be in there as well. Yeah. And, you know, that, you know, unfortunately, you know, that, that takes a while possibly at this point, but he definitely deserves being a seven-time Pro Bowler in consecutive years for a Super Bowl team on a great offensive line, the greatest uh, that you can say in, in maybe NFL history with that group staying healthy for so many years. But uh, Olin absolutely Tillman for what he's done. You talk about dynamically changing a game yeah. and getting a play named after you, the peanut bunch. <laughs> Absolutely. That's by definition, which was what Devin was all about. By definition, he checked every box. Nobody better. Nobody's going to be better unless they change the rules for the kickoff return because they've ruined it. They've ruined it in such a, a bad way. It's got to change. This year, on average, NFL teams had 18 kick returns. That's it. 18 on wow. average. I mean, we talked to Jerry Zumo here from him tonight on our Bears weekly show. He had a couple years, he had over 40 returns. And so, it's crazy. I don't know. You're not two all decade teams in the 2000s and 2010s. But yeah, with, with the, the apparent addition of uh, two more pure Bears in McMichael and Hester, that's 32 pure Bears. And like you say, uh, cap 40. Uh, that, that, that's, that's wonderful yeah. for the charter franchise of the yes. National Football League. Now we just now win some championships. Yeah, same end to that. Yeah, I, I, I said class of 2023. Larry Mayer sent me a text and said, hey, idiot, it's class of 2024. It, You're it right. is 24. I, you know, listen, I, I mean, I forget <laughs> what, right. what year hey. it is. I forget what day it is, much less what year it is. Right. You're, uh, you're, I, I'll absolve you of your sin. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, and as you said at the bottom of the hour, Bears Weekly, what do you have on the show tonight? Zoom's joining yeah, you? Yeah, Zoom. Uh, Jim Miller to join us from the Super Bowl as well, and uh, we'll take a look at that and take a look at uh, just, you know, we're going to talk about the Hall of Famers, right? We'll talk awesome. about that and talk about what's, uh, what's on the mind of uh, Bears fans all around the world right now. What are they going to do? And it's going to be a weekly, daily conversation until something happens. Are you taking a break at any point? you going on vacation or anything? Yeah, taking next a few... week. Okay. Next week, right. I'm actually, for the first time since July... Uh, yes, I'm going to take a little breather, so... Where are you going? Uh, but, you know, hey, Where are you going? Yeah, the beat hey, goes on. Good? Get... Where are you going? I've just Florida. Okay. Just Where are you staying? You, you got a hotel? You know, you know I, mean, I don't like thinking about the detail. You're always you digging mean? for the detail. <laughs> Cap, you believe this guy? You would think this guy was a Hall of Fame reporter. He's digging. He's always digging. Where are we, for the... are we, at least are we doing Naples? What are we doing? Fort Lauderdale? Boca? Yeah, Fort Lauderdale area. Yes. Okay. yes. Nice. <laughs> hey, much deserved. You enjoy that time off. Uh, you'll hear Jeff Joniak and Jim Miller and Jerry Azuma. At 630. Bottom of the hour at 630. Thank you, Jeff. Good to Be talk well. to you guys. Love you guys. Love you. Take Love care. You. Appreciate you. Jeff Joniak on the Car X tire and auto hotline when we come back we'll wrap up this little thing that we've done and again you can hear bears weekly at 6 30 when they're done at 7 30 uh you'll hear black and abdallah from 7 30 to 8 we'll wrap this up when we come back follow chicago's home for sports on twitter at espn 1000 this is waddle and sylvie on chicago's home for sports espn chicago Uh, reminding me that uh, he was a uh, a guest on the Oprah Winfrey show with Usher. Yeah, it was me. Kevin, what were Gar you there for? So the show was about child prodigies, and 
I wasn't a prodigy, but they wanted to know if I had ever seen a basketball player at a young age that I could tell them that guy is going to be in the Hall of Fame. And they had called and vetted this with a producer. Right. And I said, yeah, there's one guy I've seen. He's 17 years old. I've been watching him since he's 16 at the Nike camp. He Doug be McDermott. Kevin Garnett. Oh. And they said, okay, would you be willing to come on the show? I said, absolutely. He said, pick me up in a limo. What were you wearing? I was wearing a checkered sport coat. Yeah. Some things never change. Right. What were you Black wearing? Like, would you like no shirt on underneath it? No, I was dressed with a tie. Okay, a little small knot. Yeah, yeah. a little tiny knot. Yeah, and so how big of a uh, head of hair did you have at a that lot. point? Yeah, a lot. Were you were you sporting a mullet then? No, I think I had already cut the back. Yeah, it wasn't down to my shoulders anymore. Pinky ring? No. Okay, I've never had a pinky ring. All right. And they picked me up in a limo, brought me in. I'm in the makeup room. And this one kid walks up to me. He's like, hi, what's your name? I said, I'm David Kaplan. He goes, my name's Usher Raymond. How old was he at the time? I want to say 14. Yeah. And then a father walks in. He's like, hey, what's your name? I said, David Kaplan. He goes, my name's Richard. It's my daughter, Venus. She was like 10, 11. That's cool. And then there was... Not a very nice person. Todd Was Todd Marinovich's dad there, Marv? No. Oh, no, it was too. There was a girl who was not very nice. Her name is Catherine Heigl. Really? Yes, yeah, she was a... The actress? Yeah. Bitch. Um, Whoa, wait. Did he just go there? <laughs> Whoa! I'm not... Hey, man, See, I just tell the truth. Was that... Did that sneak through? Or did you get... Did you... Meow! <laughs> yeah. Not a nice person. No? No. No. She's what, for, and what? How old was she at the time? She had just finished Under Siege Two: Dark Territory with Steven Seagal. So, how old was she? I'm gonna guess fifteen. She was a raging. You at know the what. age of fifteen, yeah. she was. Yes, yes. And you look up any one of the little polls out there; they'll say she's she's, the, she's not the friendliest. She's the biggest sob in Hollywood. Yeah, no, I wouldn't wish her on my worst enemy. Um... Yeah. Her Anybody Brooke, else? I'll give you another one. She wasn't on the show, but she's also a blankety butt. Brooklyn Decker. Really? Beautiful. As nice as she looks, as, she's as married ugly to Andy, as she is as a person. Andy Roddick? Yeah. Yeah. I got into it with her. About what? We were doing an interview on TV on a talk. Well, back. this wasn't the Oprah show. Now, now you're just veering into <laughs> guardrails about people you don't like. She was bad. And Go I'm back di- to the Oprah show. Okay, the Oprah show. Uh, there was Kristen Klosterman. She was a supermodel who's now become a famous artist. Don't know her. Um, Richard and Venus Williams. Usher. Me. Kevin Garnett. And whoever the other. Uh, Catherine Heigl. That was Look at the, you. How about that? That's pretty spectacular. It was cool. Yeah? Super cool. Nice. Super cool. Uh, what are your, uh, what, what's your uh, review from uh, being part of the afternoon show today? Had a great you enjoy time. yourself. Loved Thanks for, it. Uh, I know you, uh, Sylvie was thankful that you were able to fill in for him. Hey, man, teammates. He switched, hey, he switched Family spots. first. He texted me. He said, hey, thanks for doing it. Family first. He yes. got to see one of his kids. I think it was Braxton, but maybe. I think I, so. I uh, think so. Do a, a show at school. Dude, that stuff comes first. Amen. And tomorrow, so, you and Jonathan cool. and will. will oh, the Justin Smokey's great. Justin Pottinger did a great job. He was just uh, talking about this. I guess he's got this 
this three-dish combo coming from uh, TGI Fridays oh, that he excited. can't wait to dig I'm into. I'm excited. We've got Aloha Poke Bowls at home tonight. Well, I don't know what that is. So there's a place. There's a, probably seven to ten of them in the Chicago area. There's one in Deerfield. You said your wife's leaving tomorrow. No, she leaves two weeks from tomorrow. Oh, I thought you said tomorrow. No, two weeks okay. from tomorrow. Um, and Aloha Poke Bowls are super healthy. I don't know what that is. What are What's in it? So, like, we get it with cauliflower rice as the base. You can yeah. get regular rice or brown rice. And then you can get uh, ahi tuna, salmon, you can get chicken, you can get shrimp. And then they add in all the different veggies that you want, like edamame and scallions and avocado. And yeah, sounds like that would work me over. It's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> so really. you and Jonathan tomorrow will uh, have a big Super Bowl preview show. We will. Yeah. Football Friday with my guy Hoodie, Shay, and Jay Moore. Have you already, do you have concluded as to which, where you're leaning with regard to your gambling? Yeah, the only, th- I have a parlay that's alive that I've already won every leg. What do you mean? I that bet- has the, the, uh, the outcome I of the ta- Super Bowl attached to I it? I tagged it. I bet it two different ways. So I will, one of them will be, maybe both. I'm trying to middle the parlay. Yeah. So I have the Niners on the money line and the Chiefs plus four and a half. And if it hits? If it hits, it's a good day good for day, me. Good day. And then I've got... Do you, do you feel strongly one way or the other about which how this game is going to unfold? I think the Chiefs win. I have the Chiefs winning this game as well. And I think this game is going to be determined more on the ground than some people believe because I think both teams struggle to stop the run. My best bet is George Kittle over 47 and a half yards. Okay. All right. This portion of the Waddle and Sylvie show brought to you Enjoy by Stein Thanks Hoffles. For Thanks for being here as well. As I said, Justin Pottinger, Smokey, great job. Thanks for filling in for uh, for Meller. Tyler Rocky, as always, fantastic. He'll be back with you tomorrow. He is. Uh, thank you to Jeff Joniak, who joined us. Also, Jason McKee. Uh, I will be watching the NFL Honors Program tonight. And hopefully our uh, thoughts will be confirmed that Steve McMichael, Devin Hester, uh, most importantly. They're in. And, uh, and uh, Julius Peppers will also go in. They're in. Thanks for, uh, for joining me today. And thanks, thanks so much. for being my Uber driver today. That is correct. Bears Weekly is up next. Black and Abdallah at 730 to 8. Have a great night, everyone. This is ESPN 1000. Take that. <laughs>